Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I want to set you free. And free from what, you may ask? Great question. I like to set you free from unmet and unrealistic expectations. Look, we all have an idea about how the world should work and how people should work too. (laughs) But sometimes none of that's really working out the way we want. Now, instead of being miserable and uh, frustrated, there's a better option. There's plan B. And so After this short break, we're going to dive into first and foremost, like how in the world do we have expectations? Where do they come from? And most importantly, how to release that frustration and irritation and letting things evolve as they should be. That is how we like it. And so we're going to dive into all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're here. So glad that you are choosing to invest in yourself and your personal development. Look, there's a lot of people who don't like to think about different things, especially about their emotions and how they want to relate with other people and how they, more importantly, how they want to live their lives. But you are different. You are a thinker. You are someone who is all about personal development. And so I just want to give you a big fist bump for that. (laughs) If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that follow subscribe button wherever you're at. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you whose eyes who have been listening and have been enjoying it, hey, do a sister a favor and share this podcast with someone else. That way you can be able to be on the same page about how you want to communicate. There are a lot of intimidators and there's a lot of seducers out there, but how many people are communicating with love? You can be able to amplify that message, okay? And also, if you've been loving this podcast, make sure you write a review wherever you are listening. That way it signals to me that you are liking it and it signals to other people that this is a podcast worth listening to. And talking about signaling, I love to hear from you. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure you let me know in the beginning or at the end if I have permission to share your message and obviously make make me aware of where you're at. Are you, I know I've got like a following in Switzerland of all places that, that fascinates me, but uh, <laughs> I love to know where you're at. Give me your first name, your hometown, wherever you're listening, and obviously what you've been enjoying in or questions. I love to answer questions. I get people emailing me questions, but I like to actually like hear questions. So just, just throwing that one out there. And then also let's get social. I'm back online. I'm on Twitter. Follow me at Denise G. Lee. There you'll be seeing me talk about all sorts of various things about relationships and love and communication and just being the best version of you. So check out Denise G. Lee on Twitter if you haven't done so already. Also, I'm going to leave a link on the show notes below about how to get in contact with me in the real world. So check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to obviously sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop them every Monday morning full of helpful resources that I don't share on Twitter. I don't share on my email list and I definitely don't share on this podcast. So check that out. 
as well as some free and helpful resources. And then also you have links to other things like my Sharecast Energy, where I just pop up via video and just talk, you know, off the cuff about different things and all sorts of fun stuff. So I'm going to leave all those links in the show notes below so that you can be able to get plugged in to whichever resource feels best for you. Okay. Now, without further ado, let's get into the conversation today about expectations. So let's just kind of define expectations. So we're all on the same page. Expectations are attitudes and thoughts regarding the way things could be or should be. And let's face it, we all have expectations for every area of your life. I mean, for example, when you wake up each morning and come home each night, you have expectations about how you're going to be greeted by your partner or your kid or your cat or or maybe not greet at all. Like let's say you come home and you live by yourself and like there's an intruder. We don't have the expectations of intruders greeting us when we get home. Look, we have expectations about not just how we interact with other people, but even when we interact with ourselves. Have you ever had an expectation about how your business is supposed to be run or an expectation about how people are going to treat you or expectations about how fast your business will grow. I mean, expectations come big and tall and short and skinny. And I'm not talking about people, but look, the point I'm trying to say is that expectations come in all shapes and colors and sizes. And here is the thing. There's not necessarily anything wrong with expectations because for for the most part, we should have expectations about what it is to live a life, right? None of us willingly or consciously want to live a life of chaos and confusion. So as such, we try our best to be able to have harmonious relationships with other people. We try to have stability in our life so we can have the expectation of calm and peace and serenity. And if you don't have calm and peace and serenity, I also want to wreck, uh, advertise quickly about Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude. It's a 21-day program where we talk about who you are, who influenced you, and more importantly, how to get that calm back into your life. So I just want to just kind of insert that little information out there because for a lot of us, we have the expectation of wanting calm, but we unconsciously sabotage ourselves. And as famous psychologist Carl Jung said, if you don't make the unconscious conscious, you'll repeat the same things over and over again and then call it fate. But anyway, let's go back to expectations. If we're, as I said earlier, expectations are neither right or wrong. It's just basically what we need in order for us to live lives. But the way we deal with unmet expectations can have a lot to do whether or not we have successful businesses, careers, relationships and everything in between. And that's what I really want to dive into on met expectations. So you may be thinking to yourself now, like, what's the big deal? I have an unmet expectation. You know, life isn't perfect. Things happen. I happen. You know, life happens. And like, totally, I get that. But here's the problem. When we have a series of unmet expectations, imagine like you have a, a, a castle, like a sand castle, right? And each little grain of sand represents feelings of disappointment and frustration, irritation and anger. And it starts building stronger and stronger and stronger. And with that little mound of those little grains of sand that were nothing kind of formed together a big castle of 
bitterness and unease and if we're filling our hearts with all of that negative emo- negative feelings, I don't want to say emotions because emotions are just instincts, but feelings are how we react to our emotions. If we have all that bitterness because we are filtering things as just unnecessary or frustrating or irritating. That's literally going to cause us to be sick inside. Are we building castles of disease and illness in our minds through unmet expectations? Because that's no way to live. And look, look, just be really clear with you about certain things. I'm not sitting here talking about things like theoretically. I know. I remember I was just thinking about my first job out of college, very first job out of college. And I remember because I already I was building that that small little mound. It wasn't a castle yet. This little mound of resentment and bitterness and irritation, just like a moth to a flame. I surrounded myself with the most bitter, unproductive, unfocused, and resentful coworkers. And as a result, I allowed them to cloud my judgment about what I should be doing in my business at work and what I should expect from coworkers and all these things. And as a result, I didn't really have a good foundation to build mentorship with people because on my mind, I was thinking, they're going to get me. Those sons of guns don't see the potential I have. And of course, they can't see the potential I have because I'm already angry and irritated because I had the expectation that things weren't ideal People aren't treating me well, and I don't like the money that I'm making because guess what? I'm hanging around people who are already have castles full of bitterness and anger and malice inside of their heart. And hilariously, I found out shortly after I got a new job out of that particular job that the person who was feeding me all that negativity, he ended up leaving. And that's the thing is like, be careful. I just have to put the sidebar because it's really important. I don't care if you have your own business and you're and you're being successful or you're just trying to get a business started or wherever you're in life, in your personal life and whatever. I just want you to just really understand this concept is be mindful of the people that associate you associate with because just like you can catch a cold by being around someone who's sniffing and coughing, you can catch the disease of malice and contempt and bitterness. So part of being able to recognize, okay, where are my unmet or unrealistic expectations? The first and foremost thing I just want to say is that it may be literally right next to you. They may have and you may give them an ear to listen to all sorts of nastiness. But where are other places that we may have unmixed expectations. Well, it could be from what we see on social media. Have you noticed like everyone on social media is healthy, wealthy, sexy, and they're making $10 million a month and you're sitting there trying to scratch through maybe like a 10th of that. (laughs) Look, people say all sorts of wild things on social media. Everyone's putting up the best foot forward because nobody wants to sit here and say, well, I just, I just lost a contract and my dog died. And my lover just ran off with my neighbor and my brand new Corvette. I'm just saying, like, this is definitely some bad stuff. But nobody wants to say that. Everyone's saying, you know, I just scored my $5,000 on, within five minutes on online. Follow me for more tips. (laughs) 
<laughs> like people are saying all sorts of wild stuff. No one's going to sit here and tell you the real truth because they don't want to expose their soft underbelly of resentments and irritations and shortcomings to this to the, the world. They just want to put their best foot forward. So part of the reason why we have unmet and unrealistic expectations is because we're seeing unrealistic ideas. You know, I remember I was talking with a client the other day and she was saying, you know, remember when uh, Tom Cruise was then then engaged to Katie Holmes, obviously now they're divorced, right? And he was jumping up on Oprah's stage and saying, I love this woman. This feels great. You know, this is like the third woman that he's betrothed to, well, then married at the time. This is great. And, I, and she was saying, I really wanted a man to treat me like that. And it's the only men that treated me like that were narcissists and psychopaths. And I, if that's oh, that's a whole issue within itself. I, I definitely will um, just say in summary that if you are spending some time with someone who is bombing you with love and affection and attention 24 seven, watch out. You're going to be in a hellstorm of confusion and pain once they feel satisfied and comfortable for you because they're going to want payback for all the love, quote unquote, that they gave you. But anyway, that's just a sidebar. No, I just want to say is that we should not be envying what we see from the outside. And part of the reason why we have those expectations is because of the things that we see on television, social media. Perhaps we have been told stories from our family members about, you know, when, when your grandmother, your grandfather, you know, met me, he did this and that and blah, 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 blah. And this is what real love is. And it was more or less listening to a, a Disney story from your, like, based on your own family history. And you're like, well, I want this Disney story to be true. I want my, my horse to, instead of galloping on a white horse to cruise in um in a Porsche like I want I want him to be her to be able to like have five uh, million bucks already in the the bank or have a, a ample da- dowry like or whatever you're thinking that is for a lot of us we have been spoon-fed stories from family members or even perhaps friends and we just have this fantasy about what it looks like to have successful relationships or businesses or living in different types of houses that we think makes are symbols of success. I remember I was talking with a, a friend of mine. This was not recent. It was like many years ago. And she told me, I only want to live in a mid-century modern house. And I was like, well, you know, there's other type of houses I you know, that you can always get get the inside and make it, you know, configures like, no, 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 no. It has to be a mid-century house. And I'm like, well, wh- wh- where did this come from? And then she said, well, I grew up with this. And so another part of our expectations is we're trying to take the past and drag it by its heels into the present. Well, the fact of the matter is what we grew up with may not be available, may not be practical, and more importantly, it may not even suit your lifestyle. Just because of because it worked for your mom or your dad or your family of origin doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So as part of our un- identifying these expectations, we got to like look this let's be be real about this. Is this really working right now, present day? And 
as we're keeping asking our, ourselves these questions, if we're feeling that we are owed this, we got to ask ourselves, who told us this? And why are we owed this? And even if we get it, will it be something that will satisfy us? Look, there's a term called hedonistic adaptation, meaning that you, whenever you reach a, like a goalpost, then you quickly get satisfied with it. And then you want to crave more. And then you always want to ratchet up the ante more and more and more. It kind of reminds me of the when you hear about celebrities who scored a multi-million dollar deal. And then they're going from gig to gig to gig to gig to accumulate more money. And you may think, wait a minute, they're, they're saying they're having health problems, but they already have tons of money, but they can't even enjoy it because they're spending all their time doing going doctor's visits or going to the, the courthouse if they're going through like legal issues. And the fact of the matter is, it was never enough then and it's darn sure never enough now. So part of us understanding who we are is really asking ourselves like where is that limit where is that satisfaction where is that moment we could be like calm and at peace with ourselves and say you know what I'm good I've got enough going for me right now in my life and I don't want to add more confusion or more drama I was thinking about Biggie Smalls uh, you know his famous line mo money mo problems and it's just the truth now I know that for some of us we all don't have the same story. Some of us may be having situations where we're going through financial hardship areas and the you've got more month at the end of the money and you're just trying to, the ends just to look at each other, let alone meet. So I totally get it. Everybody's situation is totally different. But I just want to say this though. We have to be really careful about the things that we say that we need because if we become so enamored with it, if we focus on it 24 7 above all and not put things in perspective we can idolize it and if it's our idol it's our god and our god can destroy us quickly if we don't give it what it wants it's time it's money it's attention it's focus it's energy and that's not worth living so as you're thinking about your unmet or your unrealistic expectation let me ask you a question have you idolized that look i'll be honest with you i remember when I first got a, a job and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I just have to just like be real and tell you the story because I think there's someone here that needs to hear this. So anyway, I got my first job and I was so proud of myself. I opened up my own banking account and I had my own direct deposit going and I didn't check my bank account once a week or maybe a couple times a week. <laughs> I would check it like up to five times. Wait for it. A day. I would check my bank account statement five times a day because I was just so nervous. I was like, I some I didn't want some thief or some something bad to happen to me. And so I just had to be on high alert. And I, I remember just feeling angsty if I didn't check it like every two hours. And you know, I know there's some people like that with social media, like, can you go a day or two, <laughs> you know, of not checking your social media notifications? Just just want to throw that one out there, because I think a lot of people um, are idolizing that as well to their own personal detriment. But anyway, going back to this whole bank statement issue, I remember just checking it incessantly.
actually, hilariously, that actually did work one one and only one time in my life. Um, my I was living with my father at the time, and the, his girlfriend's daughter stole the took my credit card and called like a psychic hotline number, and then I just saw all sorts of weird charges from like. Communications Inc. or like these weird charges, like, and I knew I wasn't called, I wasn't using the services of Communications Inc. And come to find out, was some psychic hotline. I remember joking with my dad. I said, I guess the psychic didn't tell them that that she'd be caught eventually. <laughs> anyway, I got my money back, but it was a really important lesson that taught me that when I was spending all that time checking notifications and making sure that I was up on speed on things, I couldn't really be present around like anyone because all I could think about was like I just need this money I just need to make sure I have this money and the reason why I was checking incessantly was because I grew up in a family of origin where I had very irresponsible parents uh, and all sorts of like levels and for those of you guys who have been listening to my podcast (laughs) you know some of the stuff that my I've gone through in my childhood but one of the things was that there was always some sort of financial crisis. And as such, you know, electricity would be cut off or there'd be notifications of eviction, all sorts of just wild stuff. And so for me, you know how some kids have their, you know, teddy bear? Well, my teddy bear was my bank account account statements. And it's really sad that it took that, amount of 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 obsession to be able to like recognize oh snap like this is insane but for a lot of us we've been living in that existence for years decades and I just want to sit here and just be real with you and say that I I don't I definitely understand idolizing certain things because we didn't have our needs met. So as part of working through and resolving unmet or unrealistic expectations, we also need to have a really honest conversation with ourselves and say, hey, look, what was lacking that I didn't have that I'm trying to overcompensate? Because the way that we as humans work, we don't just try to meet our needs. We try to give above and beyond. We try to pad it a little bit more on top of it. Like, have you ever noticed that when you go out to eat or you go vacation, you don't just take like just enough money. You take maybe 10, 20% more just to cover for incidentals or the unexpected things. Well, that's the way we work with trying to fulfill our our needs inside that didn't get met from the past. We try to go above and beyond in order to feel good about ourselves. And it's normal, but it's not necessarily healthy. And so as part of us being able to communicate better with others, and most importantly with ourselves, we're going to have to have these honest conversations like we're having right now and saying, hey, look, I really felt burned by what happened with me when I was a kid or when my first marriage or whatever's going on with you. And so that I would like to invite you, like, this is something that's worth exploring. I just want you to be able to know that I, I'm here for you as a resource. Obviously, I've got courses and stuff like that. You can also... I, hook up with me. My link's in the show notes below if you're inquiring about private coaching. But the point I'm trying to make is that we are as sick as our secrets. And for us to sit here and say, well, it sucked, but I'm over it. But 
there's certain parts of your life that's going haywire, no, you're not over it. Here, here's the thing. 90% of our thoughts are unconscious. Unconscious. We don't even know what it what we're really thinking about. And only 10% is the conscious stuff. And the reason behind that is because the psyche or mind can only take but so much stress during the day. So we go on autopilot and we do all the different stuff like go to drive our car to to grocery stores or our business or see relatives or childcare or whatever, or go on autopilot when we're at home and we pick clothes, we, we do certain things. But beneath the surface, there's a factory of other stuff that's going on beneath it. And it's resentments and irritations and frustrations and all those things that you thought time would quote unquote heal. It don't heal it, baby. All it does is just suppress it down. Think about Jack in the Box. You know, have you ever had those those play those jack in the box things where you kind of there's a little jack that's inside of a, like a, a a box and then you kind of crank the wheel and if you put up enough tension cranking the wheel it literally will pop out well there's a jack or jackie inside you that wants to pop out that's full of tension that will come out and the most inconvenient uh, mo- uh moments of your life if you don't be able to recognize how painful certain things of your life were so if i just had to just summarize this whole co- this episode of just unmet and unrealistic realistic expectations it would be this a uh, conversation about look where are your expectations coming from families friends church society social media where is it and if so how is it really working for you right now is it really realistic and if so okay how do we double down on it? But if it's not realistic, ask yourself, how is this specifically hurting you? Because I think for a lot of us, we have expectations, but we don't see how it hurts, how we relate with other people, how we manage our, our time at, with our business. I think so many people, for example, have completely unrealistic expectations about business. They just think, well, if I show up, I put on my website, I, t- uh, I send some posts, and then boom, I'm, I'm there six figures overnight. When the fact of the matter is anything that's worth mastering takes a minimum of 10,000 hours or five years, okay, before you even get some traction going. But a lot of people, they don't have realistic expectations because they're only just thinking about what they want and what they need. And it's usually instantaneously. And so part of the reason why we have these unrealistic or unmet expectations, because we've only been talking to a council of you, yourself, and and you <laughs> and nobody else. So we need other people that aren't us to help us be able to sort things out. And so I, that's why I have amazing attitude. That's why I have private coaching. That's why I just devote my whole career to be able to talk with the with with you and other people about this because I definitely know that being an island to yourself is is not going to help anything of worth gain traction and move on. Well. I hope that this episode was really helpful for you. And I hope that some of the questions that I asked were really going to kind of spur on some other ideas that you may not have even considered. And if that's the case, let me know. Send me a message via anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee or send me a tweet, Denise G. Lee. Or um, just send me a message privately via my website. I'm going to links in the show notes below. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Please be so kind to share this podcast episode if if it really touched you, really helped you. And obviously write a review if you've been loving this podcast. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.